So over the past couple of days, I've gave my thoughts on both ChatGPT and the new Google Bard AI system. Now I also mentioned Bing's AI in there as well, and from what I can tell, and from what others are describing, it's not as you know good as ChatGPT or potentially what Google's uh, Bard is going to you know be like in the near future due to the fact that it seems like it's more of a search engine more than anything. Like all you have to do is type in something and it'll just search it for you. However, the difference between it and these other two is that these two are more like, hey, put in a detail, you know, of, you know, what kind of a story you want or, hey, write this up in a funny, silly way and, you know, using such and such characters and it gives it to you the best way possible, even you know somewhat more of the mo somewhat in a more clean way if you want to get a little naughty, you know, in some scenarios. But you know, upon seeing this, and as I've said in those uh, on-camera videos talking about it or talking about uh, both uh, services, I also mentioned that I understand, and what I understand is how the writers, especially those other Writers Guild right now, the union that's on strike, which I don't think is going to last much longer. I just get this, I just have this feeling uh, that it's not going to last much longer. But I understand where they and anybody else that likes to write and be creative, you know, with storytelling, whether it's, you know, with novels, comic books, uh, Broadway, you know, you name it, or even just, you know, fictional fantasy stories featuring their own OCs that may never see the light of day, you know, I get where they're coming from when it comes to uh, their, I guess you could say, the fear, the dissatisfaction, at the fact that, as I mentioned, all you have to do is, you know, put in a few details of, you know, how you want to see something play out for, let's say, an outline for your script, or, you know, kind of put in the little details to, see what kind of a story you could get out of the ideas you want to uh, see become reality. And it, as a result, you know, you have, you know, ChatGPT, you have Bard, you know, you maybe potentially down the line will have Bing's AI and others, you know, giving you, you know, surprisingly some almost very detailed, if not very sensible, if not very, hmm, I could work with this kind of, you know, setups, either in a little, uh, I guess you could say, rough draft of a story, an outline, you know, bullet points, you name it. So, so I can get why people, you know, fear this, or they don't want to see this become any more than just, let's say, a regular helpful tool that could maybe give them a decent outline, and then that's it. It's because of the fact that, as we have seen throughout, you know, the past several decades, technology is going to evolve. And with AIs, like let's, and with AI chat systems, like let's say ChatGPT and now Bard and then potentially down the line, Bing's AI and others, you know, just like it, I could see where they feel that over time, these are going to evolve, as I've mentioned before, they're going to evolve to the point to where, you know, the writers, the screenwriters, the script writers of movies and shows and everything they're going to feel obsolete because studios are going to be like, yeah, we don't really need you guys anymore because 
everything is now so advanced and so up to date with these AI chat systems and everything that all we have to do is ask it to put, you know, ask it to put an outline together with our ideas. And then after we kind of look at the outline, say, okay, give us, you know, a very finalized, detailed, final draft that we could turn into a movie with this, you know, outline, with these outlines and, and all that. So, you know, so I understand, as I mentioned, the fear that anybody that loves to write, loves to type up their own stories without the help of, you know, an artificial intelligence companion feels. I understand that. But, as I've said before, as I said before in both my thoughts on Bard and ChatGPT, whether people want to agree with us or not, as I've said before, these softwares, just like Bing's AI, which, you know, obviously is not as, I guess you could say, companion piece, you know, as, you know, people thought it was, but it's more, you know, basically a search engine more than anything, along with others, you know, just like ChatGPT and Bard and potentially Bing's AI, you know, as I've said before, these are all still in their infancy. You have to remember this. Bard, Bard officially debuted at the end of March, around February, March, whatever. It debuted around that time frame. However, it didn't get a public distribution, even in experimental phase, until the past, you know, past couple of days. You know, and before it, you have ChatGPT, which debuted in November, December, or around that time frame, probably made its debut around the end of December into January. I'm not really sure. And even though it's you know, basically five months older than Google's Bard, you know, and it's showing that, you know, over these past five months that it has indeed, you know, learned a lot more and it's been updated more and everything to have more knowledge to, you know, have more, you know, I guess you could say accessibility to know, you know, what, you know, what's what, who's the characters and, you know, you know in certain situations and things like that, you know, despite it has a bit of a five month, you know, head start and has a bit more, I guess you could say knowledge, you know, to it at times, it's still, it's still just like barred in its infancy. And the only reason, as I've said Yesterday, when I talked about Bard, well, I feel it could become the uh, chat, you know, the chat AI that people are going to go to the most, not just because of association with Google, but mostly because of that. Because of the fact that it's not only a Google product, you know, but, and obviously it's going to be part of a lot of Google Chromebooks and Google, Google Chrome browsers over time. Which would, you know, explain why if you look in your upper left-hand corner, you would now see the update appearing again, you know, on your Google Chrome uh, browser. You know, it's not just because it's not it's not just because of all it's not just because of the product of Google. Like I said, it's because of everything I just mentioned. You know, it's going to be imported into the Chromebooks. It's going to be put into the Google Chrome browser, and because of that. It's going to have more access, more access, if you will, to, you know, all the knowledge out there on the Internet. It's going to be able to, you know, find out, okay, 
this is so-and-so character, or this is so-and-so movies, this is so-and-so information, or they're looking for something identical to this, I think now I can figure it out, you know, it's got, it's got instant access to that. Just like some people say Bing, which is a Microsoft deal, is going to have instant access to everything people uh, browse and look up on the Microsoft Edge uh, browser and everything. You know, it's going to basically have the advantage of being part of a, an established, you know, search engine that's been around for, for decades. And because of that, as I said before, I believe it's going to help it potentially maybe become the more utilized and popular chat AI out there. Because just like with chat GPT and other softwares like it, it's like I mentioned, it's still in its infancy. It's still in its infancy. It's still learning. You know, it's still learning, you know, uh, how to work, you know, how to, you know, come up with you know, different solutions and all that, maybe different story scenarios, outcomes, whatever, it's still learning. And as I mentioned, as I mentioned, just like an infant, over time, it's going to grow and develop. You know, it's going to grow and develop. And as it grows and develop, it's going to be more helpful and more quick to be like, okay, I get what they're saying. Here's the resolution. Here's the answer. And you are not always going to get you're not always going to get basically, you know, something that says, uh, I'm in language, mo language, mo mo I'm a language model, I can't do that. Or that's, you know, that's uh, beyond my parameters right now. You're not going to get those messages for much longer. Because instead, you're going to get instant answers or instant story scenarios or, you know, outlines given to you right off the bat. But like I mentioned, I get I get that that right there, as I just said, is one of the main reasons why you have writers of all kinds that are against it. Like, maybe, yeah, they'll be cool with it if it's help helpful in creating an outline that they, them, that they can work off of, and then that's it. Or giving them a rough draft of a story that they want to make into a reality and then improve on it themselves. I'm sure they'll cool with it, you know, if, it go if it, that's all it's going to be doing. But I understand the fear they, they get if it continues to grow and studios start realizing, hey, we can save money, you know, by replacing some of these screenwriters with the chat AI system, you know. So that way we get scripts, final, final scripts and everything done and out there, you know, quicker than ever. So I get that fear. I get that fear. I understand that fear. But to me... I don't think they have anything to worry about because I do not think, I do not think that Google, I do not think that Microsoft, once they improve on Bing, you know, Bing's AI system over time, I do not think, what is it, open, open.ui or whoever it is behind ChatGPT, I don't think any of them or anybody else that's behind these chat AI, you know, services or systems, I don't think any of them are going to want to deal with negativity coming towards them. So I think what's going to happen over time, you know, is they're going to develop more, you know, more different versions of these chat AIs, you know, kind of like, let's say, Adobe does with some of its, you know, uh, video, video making services and all that. 
the, they themselves are going to do something similar to where, oh, you want, you, you want to be professional? You want this to give you detailed outline and rough draft of, of a script and everything? Hey, here, here's, the, here's that package. Or, or, hey, you just want it for, you know, basic and, or, or not basic, but uh, what is it? Um, uh, uh, you know, just, I, well, I guess you could say basic and all that, but it's like, oh, you just want it for basic, you know, for like at home, for fun and everything, but you want it like, let's say basic plus, like basic plus, or you want advanced, or you want, let's say, um, you know, I guess you could say, you know, um, you know, at, you know, like, let's say in studio at home kind of additions and all that, you know, you're going to see those kind of things popping up with these AI systems, just so that Google, just so that, you know, uh, open UI, just, uh, just so that, um, you know, Microsoft and all of them and anybody else doesn't have to deal with negativity because now you will have all these options in the future of what, of what you want to use, of what you want to use. And if you're a professional, you know, not professional, but if you're a screenwriter or a scriptwriter, and let's say you want to use the professional option down the line, because you know that's going to be coming in the future, you'll be able to purchase that or get it for free and be like, okay, here's what I want, give me an outline, and that's it. And you know what? I would not put it past them for each and every edition that they, you know, upgrade and all that that they bring out, that they add in settings, especially, for, let's say, for writers, to where the writers could say, hey, I'm putting in the setting to where all I want you to do is give me an outline. That's it. And then there you go. And then maybe on the free time, they unset it and just say, write me a story just for my own amusement. And then that's it. There you go. There you go. So I could see stuff like that happening, and I think anybody, <coughs> anybody else, excuse me, here, here uh, listening to this knows that. You know, I think anybody else that's listening to this as we speak knows that's going to happen. But as I've said before, we have to understand, we have to accept that we may not agree with this, you know, advancement in technology. By a lot of these places like Google and OpenUI, C Group, you know, Microsoft, you know, you name it. We may not agree with them, you know, when it comes to this, because you know, even Apple is gonna get in on it. You know, Apple and IBM, they're all gonna get in on it too. You know, we may not agree with them, you know, when it comes to taking this step, but we cannot deny the fact that these services are only in their infancy. And just like a real infant, a real-life infant, they're going to grow and evolve over time, and they're going to learn. But not only are they going to learn, but they're also going to be, you know, learning in a way to where they, they will have limitations. You know, even people like me, at, you know, going on, what is it, 44 years old, you know, in, in two months, you know, um, I have my limitations, especially as I get older, you know, I still have my limitations, you know, there's no doubt, I can't do certain things as much as I want to do them, or I want to give out the answer that I'm always, you know, answers to questions I'm being asked, I have my limitations, I have my limitations, and those are limitations that I've learned about over time as I've grown, 
And the same is going to be for technology, especially those behind it. Those people are going to help the technology grow. And over time, as they help it to grow and evolve and learn more, they're also going to give it limitations. And like I said, I am not going to be surprised, you know, excuse me, if over time you have all these places, you know, uh, basically selling all these different, you know, upgrades and additions, you know, for their chat AI systems, just like let's say Adobe does or CyberPower Director does and all that, you know, so that you could get more out of it, but also have a bit more control, you know, and how it gets utilized. So I'm not going to be surprised if that happens. And I'm not going to be surprised that it happens because just like you learn over time and you have your parents there to help you grow and learn and teachers to help you grow and learn over time about what you can and cannot do, you know, the same is going to be said for these software companies. They're going to make sure that as they help these chat AI systems grow, that they learn, you know, that they learn what they're capable of doing and grow and become more, become more in the, in the process, but also teach it and help it, you know, you know, to know its limitations or at least teach it and give it limitations and all that. So that's what I see happening. That's what I see happening. Because again, we have to understand these chat AI systems, chat GPT, BARD, and others are still in their infancy. And it's going to take time. It's going to take time before they become, you know, a lot more, you know, acknowledgeable of what we want them to look up or play out in a story format scenario. We have to, you have to remember that. We have to remember that. But let me know what your thoughts are, guys. How do you feel about these chat systems? Do you agree that, yes, over time they will evolve and all that? And do you agree that, you know, basically, if you're know, done correctly, not only can they evolve and learn, but also have the limitations that basically prevent people from fearing that they might take over their jobs? You know, let me know what your thoughts are. Comment below, and I'll talk to you all later.